Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of In-Universe, where we talk about the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. Today, we're talking about Superman, a man who can fly, lead tall buildings in a single bound, faster than a locomotive, stronger than a train, something like that. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was going to get this in quick on the beginning. More like stupid, man. Am I right? Wow. Oh my gosh, dude. That's amazing. Who told you that? I shouldn't clap for myself. That's a very lame yeah, thing. It's really to do. sad. I mean, nobody would have known if you hadn't said anything. This is an audio medium. Well, no, they would have heard two layers of clapping. What if we had a third two, person here? There's only two of us in the in the fucking call right now. So unless we had a sneaky just fucking watch the podcast whilst it's recording person. You mean like a CFO, which a lot of podcasts have? I was gonna say which we should get an intern to do for like the person who like produces no 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 yeah I, I under I understand <clears throat> that but I'm talking about a little the, <laughs> I'm picturing a like little middle schooler I paid to sit here watch me record a podcast so I could see his facial reactions and understand what our target demographic is keen. Is our target demographic middle schooler? Because I don't like that. I don't really (laughs) like, I don't understand middle schoolers, dude. I I think they would be our top target demographic because who else would listen? Well, I mean, no one, but Superman. Yes, but can we get back? Because like, I don't really have anything in common with a middle schooler. They're all about TikTok and Fortnite. No I don't one get gives those. a shit about middle schoolers. Talk about Superman. All right, let's talk about Superman. Uh, I really like Superman. He's one of my favorite characters. I think when he's done well, he's done very well. But he's done pretty poorly also more, oh, most of yeah, the time. No, there's nothing I love more than a unbreakable pinnacle hope of a Superman. Like most characters, I would be like, Oh, if they're more like, if they have more, if they're more conflicted in what they're doing, they're more interesting. But with Superman, I he's the best when he's doing what he thinks is right. And I'm all in for that. Yeah, he's a character that doesn't need an arc. You know, that, I think that's the problem with a lot of, with a lot of like Superman media. They try to give him an arc, like a, like a character arc he goes through, which, you know, we've done well, can be pretty good. Like, that's most of All-Star <laughs> Superman. But, like, I think in general, especially if you're making, uh, you know, something other than a comic book, like TV, movie, or something, Superman doesn't need to, like, change throughout it. Oh, yeah. No. He can act um, uh, pretty similar to, like, how Paddington does, how other people go through arcs just by interacting with him. But Paddington stays Paddington the whole time. Yeah, I, I will say, to be fair, when it comes to comic books in particular with Superman, they kind of 
because they need to put something out every week or whatever, you kind of want to get something done. But if you're doing like a standalone like story arc, like a show or a movie or just even like a comic arc, you just leave Superman how he's supposed to be. He's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't think really because pretty much everything that is out that is like media for Superman that isn't the comics aside from maybe the Christopher Reeve films they go they try to make it too much they either he doesn't he's not already a a hopeful guy he's not already inspirational he needs to figure out how to be inspirational which I just don't think they they balance as well as they probably could yeah no that's fair (laughs) you good I'm coming down with the Palpatine syndrome what vague coughing until you eventually I, cough up blood or whatever look i don't even know if that's i don't think that's something palpatine does it's I can't not call him coughing once <laughs> do you mean hard palpitations uh no i don't <laughs> i meant palpatine i meant what i said and i said what i meant fair enough uh what are some of our favorite superman things comic book movies uh, and I would love because for most characters, I'd be like, oh, there's this really cool game they have. But Superman just does it. The best Superman game is, is the Game Superman Justice. Returns video game. No. That game the best, rules. The best Superman game is Injustice, and Superman is not Superman in that. He's just not. Like, I like the Injustice storyline, I like the games, and like, when they uh, turned them into comics, I read those too, and they were pretty good. But um, that's just definitely not Superman content. Like, he might as well be any other, like, character. Yeah, it's, it's cool to see this symbol that Superman is used in, like, a way that they use in it. But it, when I think of prime Superman material, that's not something yeah. I think of. Yeah, and it works pretty well because of how like shockingly un-Superman it is that's when it was originally made that was one of the things that really made it stand out but yeah everybody else kind of took that as oh so that's how you make a popular Superman thing and so they just also did it and now at this point that's more prevalent in media than it isn't mm-hmm. same thing the same thing with Man of Steel how they went with like I don't know dark maybe that's not the word i'm looking for a melancholy superman yeah he's he's pretty solemn in that film which yeah i don't really like that film very much but i can give it credit in that it was a origin story and for that okay maybe you can do a sort of he's coming into his own as a superman but he never really does oh yeah no that what man of steel is is basically Suicide and Shazam uh, withstanding is basically the whole DC, what do they call it, EU? Yeah, the EU, the uh, extended yeah, universe. That, what you get in that movie is what you're going to get for the rest of the movies. Yeah, with very few exceptions. Uh, I, I don't know. Some of my favorite Superman things, um, one that I like quite a bit, uh, and I was really disappointed when they adapted it for the screen was uh, Superman Red Sun. Because oh, as a comic, yeah. that one is a very good job of making Superman different, but he's still like, for the most part, at least during the early part of it, that symbol of hope. Like yeah, they do a he... very good job of not making him evil right away. Mm-hmm. And he is Superman if Superman was put into that situation. It's not a, a different character with the same look and name. Right, and powers. He's, he is Superman. Like, mm-hmm. uh, one of the panels that uh, really, like, sort of encapsulates that is pretty early on when, when Sputnik is going to crash into Metropolis and he flies there to save them, even though they're American. Mm-hmm. And there's this uh, really rad panel, which I'm pretty sure is a reference to an older Superman panel, uh, where he's holding Sputnik in one hand and grabbing a kid's balloon that he let go and giving it back to him in the same movement. Yeah, that, that's and that's so Superman. Shit right there. Like, 
that's that's encapsulates what Superman should be. He cares about people. Yeah, you know? he he cares about each person he saves, and he's the pillar. One thing I find interesting is um his whole unbreakable pillar of hope thing. I love for him, but one character I don't like for it is uh Captain Marvel or Shazam. Yeah, he's was basically just the same thing. And it, I, it's interesting how I find with him, he was way more, Shazam became far more interesting when he was made more human, like when yes. he wasn't made pure of heart and everything uh, like that. Yeah, I think the best example uh, of what you're talking about probably comes from the Justice League Unlimited episode, Clash, where oh, yeah, he fights uh, Superman because uh, that episode does a good job of he is a hopeful presence and he does inspire that but it's not because he's inspiring it's because he pretty literally has the sort of childlike innocence and wonder oh, that yeah. that makes the adults that are around him sort of act better by that mm-hmm. presence I, that's something i oh man shazam uh I love yeah that. that episode is amazing that is like pinnacle superhero content that just exists mm-hmm. yeah um and in that they show that there is a difference the whole like main conflict of it is superman and him and how they are different uh though it is pretty funny that the biggest crux of it is the superman is jealous like that's just oh, a funny yeah, no, thing. i i really enjoy that that <laughs> superman like looks at this and he's like ah oh, man look how good this guy is he's it doesn't even seem like he's trying or anything and he's like not really because he's a kid just having fun and like they do a good job because the conflict of that episode really depends on superman being cynical like that Mm -hmm. but they didn't go ahead and just make superman a cynical person which a lesser writer probably would have done yeah but instead they had it be basically because lex was you know um manipulating them Mm -hmm. which makes sense as to why superman would be cynical about that it's fucking lex luther he knows yeah, like no, there's yeah there no, are very it, few characters who know each other as well as lex and superman i mean the only other one that gets you know in a similar breath is joker and batman which yeah. that varies depending on writer and they that is very it's that way because they say it's that way yeah where lex and superman it's kind of shown that way yeah with lex and superman you can tell they understand each other because they know how the other one is going to think because they're both for lack of a better word sane you know Mm -hmm. they both have a logic that they follow and you can show that they understand each other by having one of them understand that logic uh but for joker and batman joker specifically doesn't have a logic and it doesn't i don't really see how batman understands them better than anybody else yeah it's just joker does whatever he wants to do or whatever and batman's like oh i'm the best at understanding why he does those things one thing about joker and batman which is off topic but i'm fine with it uh i would love to see like just an unedited him having to set up one of his death traps because that's something you don't really see like you see him set up a big vat of acid and sharks and knives coming everywhere but like watching him put up a tank, <laughs> order sharks, like fill it with acid, setting up spring-loaded knives, like that's such slow, menial, yeah. repetitive tasks that like imagining Joker doing that is just silly. To be fair, a lot of the times Joker does have goons fair we'll just do that. I don't get anyway. Like yeah, who no, willingly agrees to work? Like I think I'm not a huge fan i do like them but the the best one that sort of implies where he gets goons is the nolan dark knight um Mm -hmm. because he doesn't just like hire guys off the street he goes to like mental mentally ill people and people in arkham and he kind of just forces them to do what he wants to do because they can't really yeah go against it and so that's how he's able to get people to work for him which i think if you're going to have him have goons that's the way to do it Mm-hmm. No, but uh, one person who's in a similar vein, who 
more times doesn't have goons than they do have goons is Riddler. And I want to see Riddler by yeah. himself setting because yeah, Joker will have like you hang over a vat of acid with like sharks and shit in it. But Riddler will set up a whole ass labyrinth you have yeah. to go through. They'll set up like this whole thing and leave clues everywhere. And th- that's the only thing I could see Riddler doing that. Like I could see him sitting next to a wall with a screwdriver having to screw something <laughs> in. Like it's still funny and it's still pretty sad. But um, I don't know. I think you could do something where you watch a Batman villain do that kind of stuff. Because at a certain point, that's really, really sad. It gets <laughs> to the point of them being like mentally ill better than probably any other way. You, like you can show their, oh, they're crazy. They shot a guy. But like relatively sane people shoot people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing a guy who like probably has OCD, like, sit there and screw in death trap after death trap hammering away measuring the tape seeing a guy sit there and prepare for like a month for something he's gonna use against batman in like maybe a two hour span yeah i think that might get the point across about like yes they're evil yes they're villains but they're also like genuinely people who need psychiatric help yeah i think that might do it better than like any other way you could show mm-hmm. that because because like you could try to play it for how badass it is like there are shows or like things that kind of fo- like that man is one like that that's basically prep time and where it's supposed to show how badass like in uh batman versus superman where he does a combined exercise slash make kryptonite weapon montage <laughs> like that's that is essentially what that is Mm-hmm. uh and that's when you try to play it as like oh man look at him preparing he's so badass but like if you take away the epic sounding music it's just sad it's just a man <laughs> sitting in a dark room doing a bunch of stuff to attack a person who doesn't know and doesn't really have beef with him <laughs> no that and that's a that's one thing that would because a lot of uh things like to pull the um whole oh batman you're just like us deal but like the point never really yeah he's a guy who like puts on a costume and beats up the poor but like (laughs) you you can see there's an obvious difference between them but if you show like if there was like a batman show or like a tv show if such a thing were to exist yeah that showed riddler doing that sort of thing and then, like, look, a good number of episodes later, showing Batman. Do, yeah, it'd be like, a really good sort of juxtaposition of mm-hmm. how they are both mentally ill in one way or the other. Like, it. You're right. That would be very good to like sort of yeah. show the contrast there. But uh, anyways, we're yeah, not we've, here. We've talked about it. Batman quite a bit. We're not on this here to talk about, about fucking Batman uh superman what's that guy got going on uh now i know they didn't do any more reshoots for for zacky boys uh snyder cut um are they gonna keep his mustache uh no i think i think they show uh I i think there's a scene at the beginning of that like in one of the trailers that they have him that standing there oh no you're right you're right um mustache was specifically because of the timing when whedon took over so he Mm -hmm. only had that for those reshoots and they said they're not using any whedon stuff yeah and if they may had more reshoots they would have got him for more recently when he just doesn't have the mustache good thing he didn't make that mustache like his look and now I I would have been into because you know how in the comics death of Superman he gets a sick he, mullet yeah sick mullet because his hair keeps growing in the healing pod he should have a mullet and a mustache mullet and beard like yes. full beard mullet oh my God, Superman that would rule. and a black Jesus suit. Superman I'd, I'd be like ah oh, dude someone someone's about to get their ass handed to them right now zach already loves making characters as jesus stands in he already did it with superman one more step and he could just make superman look like jesus dude jesus superman would be the best oh that would be so funny 
like <laughs> screw all the the first uh movie stuff about like false gods and all of that he comes back looking like jesus i might literally be like oh so he's the antichrist i guess <laughs> yeah if he's jesus but wearing all black it's like hmm <laughs> he's uh <laughs> we've been raptured i didn't realize we were raptured <laughs> um i did remember from the trailer for zach that they kept the for the, zach the trailer, for zach the zach show oh um, you know the movie coming out justice league zach uh might as well be <laughs> <laughs> no yeah but, is it no okay it's zach snyder's say, the no i was gonna say is it still called justice league dawn of justice no that but was batman v superman yeah it's batman v superman dawn um, of justice. what was the, oh in the trailer they still have the scene when they're bringing back Zeus to life when they're they you know they do all that shit they they still drop the picture of his dad in there so that implies that it is like important that the picture of his father landed <laughs> in the goo and like does the goo understand that is it like ah yes emotional tether we will connect that to the superman don't ask me about the goo man i don't know about what is that goo for like i i I think i remember it being like the birthing matrix for the Tritonians. because that's where yeah that's where doomsday came out of right but yeah he came out of the goo how is it that yeah he put Oh my God! I'm trying. He put Zod in there is. with a bit yeah, of his own. Yeah, he put Zod's dead body in there, and then did he cut his? He palm cut his open? yeah palm and scooped out a bunch of his own. What, what was that for? I assume, and this is just me speculating right now. It was to make. It's a foreshadowing for like a Superboy type deal. When you mix Kryptonian and human DNA, you get an abomination kind of dealio. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't really see why that made him a doomsday, but yeah. And specifically, the human DNA is supposed to not make it into a Bizarro. And you could argue the doomsday in that movie is more a Bizarro stand-in. Yeah, no, he seemed more Bizarro than Doomsday. Like he obviously looked like Doomsday, but his and, origin and the way he acted seemed and a lot like more. his laser eyes. Yeah. and shit. Like he had the adaptive doomsday shit and but if you're gonna spikes. have doomsday just give me massive punches yeah make me feel those and punches doomsday is such a apocalyptic pun not intended figure like he should not be a starter villain doomsday is not yeah, the kind of guy no. you try on your first day as a team that, that yeah same thing with dark side those should not be the like Oh no, we gotta build a team to take this guy down. Yeah, and this uh, this brings up another thing that I mention all the time off podcast. But um, I'm so tired of Darkseid. Oh, I am yeah. so tired of Darkseid being like the villain for DC Comics. I'll, I, I'll agree to that, but I'll tweak it a bit as I'm so tired of watered down Darkseid. That's fair. Like, if you gave me like dark side like lots of build up for it being like this is the and this is the greatest chance of us not making it through this as we can and like make him a villain that matters then I'm all in for that if you're just going to have dark side show up so the fucking justice league or whatever slap him around then i'm not in for that That, that's fair i mean even for me even at that point i'm like uh, i'm I'm still tired of seeing it i'm tired of him being the villain dc has so many villains that like pick someone else someone else could like i i would love for some more brainiac representation show me brainiac brainiac's having to come around brainiac's been in more shit Brainiac was he's been in two vid three video games now. Yeah, that's fair. He's I, I know why he's good for video games. Yeah, because mind controlling mind control good guys. Yeah. That's literally in the three video. It's Lego Batman 3, uh, Injustice 2, and now the Suicide Squad game coming out. That's literally why he's yeah. in in video games. Which, you know, bit lame, but whatever. Yeah. But um Brainiac is was one. Uh, there are others though. Like, I don't know. Like, just give give me a Justice League movie. It, 
fuck off with this whole DCU thing. And give me a new Justice League movie where the Justice League's like, oh, we got to come together because this giant fucking starfish is pulling itself yes, out of the sea. That would be amazing. got to handle this shit. And that gives you a similar heroes fighting heroes or whatever. He's literally mind controls. Which- yeah. From set photos, um, I guess spoilers for a thing that I don't know is true. Uh, it seems like that might be the villain of the new Suicide Squad movie by James Gunn. You see guys with shit on their face that seems like it's probably yeah, a star. Okay, that's basically just the same thing they did in the last movie, though. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I like it because it's a lot wackier than. Yeah, that's that's one thing I am real like. I'm actually excited to see this movie. Yes. Because it's going all out for it. Like, it feels like what James Gunn did with Guardians of the Galaxy for Marvel is what he's doing with uh, Suicide Squad for DC. Yeah. Using shit like Polka Dot oh, Man. Oh, I'm so. And when Rat Polka Dot Man was shown in the trailer, Weasel. it made me so happy. Yeah. It, I. I was not looking forward to this movie at all. I watched that trailer. It gives me a title card for Polka Dot Man. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, and Ratcatcher is a character, you know, I quite like. I love me some Ratcatcher. Um, Ratcatcher rat rules. <laughs> He's one of the best villains ever created. I'll, I'll, I'll die on that hill. Um, and it just rules that he's going to be in a movie. I never would have thought Ratcatcher would be in a movie. Yeah, no, that that's one thing that people uh, have been talking about. And I think it's a fair and probably a real thing about superhero fatigue yes. coming out. But that's one thing that I've, like, I feel that sometimes and everything. And I'm like, oh, like... That that's a real worry. But then I think back and I'm like, okay, imagine the little 10-year-old me who didn't think they would ever get a movie with the Avengers together in it. Mm-hmm. The would ever get a cool Shazam movie. Like 10 years ago, nobody knew who the fuck Shazam was. Nah. He was still being called Captain Marvel back then. Yeah, I had a cool cape instead of a weird little robe and if you told me even five years ago you were like dude 2021 2022 they're pretty rat catcher in a <laughs> movie. yeah i no. tell you to shut your mouth because you're a dirty liar yeah i'd be like stop lying to me you asshole don't get my hopes <laughs> up like that don't do this to me don't give me hope <laughs> That's, okay i guess we're getting on top again that's such a weird scene <laughs> oh i love that scene <laughs> it's like the whole directing on that scene is so like he's <laughs> it's raining so hard so his already weird haircut is just drooping onto his face plus he was wearing like a face tight mask so his hair is like just stuck down to his eyebrows and Look. he turns around like <laughs> such a thumb and he's like don't do that don't give me hope Look, we could talk about these Marvel movies another time, but I yeah, will okay. say there is no scene in that in any of those movies with Hawkeye that is not cinematic gold. <laughs> <laughs> I I just like I I didn't like Hawkeye for a while. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't Superman use the Phantom Zone more? I would be using that all the time. He's got a ready-made When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Prison gun that no one's going to escape out of except for the occasional Zods. Drop Lex Luthor into the Phantom Zone. No, everybody's going to be like, oh, Lex Luthor disappeared. Nobody's going to be like, oh, Superman did it because it's not going to be laser eyes or like a fucking hole oh, in the wall. No, yeah. Oh, sweet reference to that TV show, Hole in the Wall. Hire, everyone loves. Hire Jimmy Olsen. Don't even hire him. No, He's just switch mouth. it out with his camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go you, Clark Kent, go take Jimmy Olsen to do some reporting on Lex Uther. Tell him he's got Jimmy, a cool new camera. Yeah, be like, hey, Jimmy Olsen, I bought you this cool new camera. And then when Jimmy Olsen goes to snap a photo of Lex Uther, it just sends turns him, him into a weird little zone. glass pane. <laughs> Is no, that, see, okay, okay, you know, hold on. In the uh, Christopher Reeve Superman, the silicone S, is that supposed to be the Phantom Zone? No, no, no. You see them in the Phantom Zone later. Like, you see the glass pane that they're in floating through space. That's just a cool silicone S he has. That, yeah, no. I think that sweet silicone S should make a comeback. Get rid of the Phantom Zone. Who cares about that? Uh, Doomsday shows up gonna be a death of superman <laughs> silicone s no you see i'm not usually a fan of wacky but with how just boringly gritty the dceu is i am clamoring for more goofy oh, give me dc stuff and like give me a movie of just pre-crisis superman in with every single power he's ever shown and just go hog wild shooting little supermans oh. out of his hands kissing people's memories away rebuilding walls with his eyes that would be so good yeah no i dceu need somewhere i would have by having him fight mixopidolic and mixopidolic messes with him boom now he can do all that stuff i would i think it at least needs more fun and i would have been like oh flash is a movie they're gonna do it with but apparently the first flash movie is Is flashpoint which is so dumb stop starting at the end that's the darkest Flash gets. Yeah. That's like that's like Flash when he's like, oh no, life could suck. Yeah, like stop. The DCEU had a fucking weird problem of starting at the very end of character storylines for a while. Like it started when it came to the main core characters yeah. at the Dark Knight Returns, the death of Superman, Flashpoint, like those are the yeah, ends no. of those characters yeah, you, fits for a while. Those are good because they're built up for that. You've been with these characters for so long. Flashpoint does not matter if you do not already know quite a bit about the DC universe. Oh, yeah. No, Flashpoint, the comic, and the movie are still really enjoyable. They're still good, but you get all so much more out you, of them. You get so much. If you like know. exponential. The more yeah. you know, the more you get out. The, the Shazam kids being a thing, uh, even just like the basic like Superman crash landing in the same day, like you know that you're like, oh cool, he crash land. You see Shazam with the Shazam family and a tiger fuse into one Shazam. You're uh, like, oh my god, this is awesome. That, that rules so much. Like I like Flashpoint <laughs> quite a bit. It's like it's one of my favorite comic book runs. The 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 one the five issue like limited series is pretty good. It's not my favorite part. I love those little side oh, stories yeah, that they put out for thing. Flashpoint. 
Those are amazing. Like Flashpoint Batman is yes. really good. Uh, Dick Grayson and the Flying Graysons is amazing. Mm-hmm. That one's, no, Dead Man and the Flying Graysons. That one Dead, yeah. is so good. Like that is genuinely very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so good that I think we should just do a Flashpoint episode. Look, I, I'm down to do it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll save that for that. But yeah, I, I think I Flashpoint. might want to. I, I think I might might want to binge some Flashpoint before that. Oh, same. Uh, I have all of the comics. I might just read all of those before we do that episode and watch the movie. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for that Flashpoint episode. We forget to do and never come back. Yeah, to. that we never come back to or talk about in another episode or something. That'll be fun. Um. No, uh, although Superman in Flashpoint is so fucking cool. Oh, I love Superman in Flashpoint. That instant connection you get where he's like, he's like, people can be good and people can be friends. Yeah, and he immediately, that's what's so great about that. He is still Superman. Like, he's still <laughs> a good person, which I think should be at the heart of any Superman. Yeah. Unless you're specifically like, oh, this Going one was born evil. in Nazi Germany. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't need. A I don't Nazi need him to Superman be a good person. To be the pinnacle of man, like he shouldn't be. Do not if you <laughs> if any of you writers out there are making a spec script for a Nazi Superman film, don't. You see uh, Jeremy right now looking down. He's like, ah, oh, man, it scribbles out his Nazi <laughs> Superman. <laughs> These fucking nerds are right. <laughs> yeah, we know Jeremy. We know. We know but um it's such a good because immediately as soon as he gets outside he's like okay so uh now that i know i have the power i've got to protect my friends like he doesn't need uncle ben dying or his dad to be like please don't save me i'm in a tornado He, he just needs people to show him kindness to know i should show other people kindness right and that's this feels good and i want to make other people feel good like and that's such a simple way to show that and such a great way to do it like that's ah and his own standalone comics and flashpoint are like great Mm -hmm. um i wasn't huge on like uh wildstorm comics i've never been a huge fan of them i mean they're cool i've seen some of this stuff like grifter's all right i like midnighter and apollo but i didn't know much about apollo so having him be the main villain of project superman is so cool for the longest time, I thought Grifter was Red Hood in a shitty costume. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, no, yeah. he looks pretty similar. And then uh, I, I think it was the Flashpoint comics or, or that Flashpoint, fun, that when I realized that, like, hey, this guy's not Red Hood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess he does look heaps like Red Hood, yeah. like didn't have much on hand, and so he just took a bandana. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Although at that point, did you really need the mask yeah no i think i would say uh that the grifter costume is a better red hood costume than some of the red hood costumes that's that's fair i'll agree to that like i cannot stand that bubble helmet one with the red skull on oh yeah god that was like leotard no i i can't stand that one the new one where he's got like that weird mask, like the weird like, Bane mask. Uh, he's got the. I'm weird, not super it's into fine. that. Like it's not really Red Hood to me, but it's fine. But uh, yeah, it, the, the Grifter is, I thought was Red Hood for like ages. I like Grifter. I think he could be cooler. Like I said, I don't know much about him, but mm-hmm. from from what I know is. He's basically like a Red Hood or Punisher type, but also he's one of the only people who can see uh, this type of alien. And so his main thing is he goes and hunts down that alien. And it's a weird, it's a weird, um, it's just a weird premise. You you know who he's also heaps like? Arsenal. Yeah, he he's sort of like if you took Arsenal and Red Hood and then smushed them together. Yeah. If they fusion hard. Oh. That's a reference I understood. Yeah, yeah. That's you, Naruto. You kn- what? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've been catching up on my Naruto's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Superman that derailed me. <laughs> um, Superman in in the those comics. Um, 
they make Neil Sinclair Apollo into like they infuse doomsday DNA into him and you see him slowly start to learn how to use that to his advantage. Oh yeah. And it's, it's just like with the artist, I don't remember who does the art for that comic, but they do a very good job. Oh yeah. Most of the art in Flashpoint is great. It's, it's uh, like great so across good. the board. Yeah. The only one that I think has a bit too much of that sort of nineties comic grime is, um, uh, the Justice League Dark one. I forget, I think they're called the Secret Seven in. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think I've in seen Flashpoint. Them, yeah. That one's where they just get a bunch of the magic characters and make them kind of edgy, and oh, yeah. that one's real lame because they all die like instantly. Like they all spoiler alert, I guess for a like ten year old comic by now. For a, a Literally ten year old comic. A ten year old. <laughs> spin-off comic yeah a 10 year old tie-in comic to another super popular comic to another super popular comic that most people will be like yeah i'll watch the movie and it'd be fine (laughs) yeah so spoiler that movie fucking rules it's so cool like one one of the best uh, comic adaptions i watched it recently um it's really good there are some really weird CGI flash shots in that, though. Oh, that yeah, no, like that's trash. Fair. That's fair. Like, there's a couple uh, times he runs around as a CG man, and it is really gross to watch. Yeah, no, I think I know what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, that movie will... One thing I like with the movie over the comic is uh, Batman killing uh, Reverse Flash with a gun rather than the sword. Because I've never, like, that panel where he's, like, behind him stabbing the sword into him has always looked a bit goofy to me. But the shot where you see the hole in his head and Batman standing behind him with the, like, holding the gun, it was always so badass. Yeah, I like, I, I don't mind the shot with the sword. I think Batman with the sword is fine. But I will agree that that is a cooler looking shot. And, uh has a little bit more meaning to it because he's using joe chill's gun Mm -hmm. which in the other one he's He's, just using some random amazonian sword he's using joe chill's gun to save his son yeah which which is just adds another layer onto that yeah that that makes it a little bit better i'd agree um oh man you know how they have those little featurettes at the end of some dc animated movies mm-hmm. like uh like there's one for the specter and green arrow and stuff like that yeah that's uh the superman shazam movie the showcase yeah dc yeah. showcase because that movie's only like a half an hour long because yeah. it's one big fight it rules it rules that movie is sick as hell yeah no, um, that movie fucking rules but yeah uh if they had just done a bunch of DC showcases for the individual, like some of them better known or at least more interesting to have animated um, Flashpoint tie-ins, that would be so oh, cool. That, that would be so cool. I also have uh, had the thought that it's kind of done with Spectre, but that'd be a good way to get people around to know the Justice League Dark characters. Yeah, I think that would be. Showcases for each one. Because like all of them have such a cool detail like cool bits about them that you don't need much to explain what's going on you just need kind of a recap and you and don't then, you don't have the space someone, for that in a yeah in an actual DC thing sitting there going oh that's swamp thing he's like a swamp guy connected <laughs> to this thing called the green don't get me into that uh if they bring that up at all if yeah. he's not if they bring up the green in the slightest yeah which they should is that it makes Swamp Thing way more interesting than just Big Plant Man. Yeah. Oh, a good Animal Man thing would be cool. Like yeah, delve no, into connected to the red. That would be cool. But Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the Superman slash DC episode. Uh, that's all of them. I mean, like not all of them. I'm not going. I'm not no, I'm we, going to DC and Marvel. But the point being, look, uh, the loose structure. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, we in most the DC topics, we will probably dip into other DC things. Yeah, because that's just how our brains work. That's how most people brains work. That's why references are so good. That's why anything has a reference. The, the your your brain is like, oh, I know that. <laughs> that makes me but, in. I'm in, uh, I'm in on it. I got a pass. Yeah, and then boom, 
you're in. Uh, or or you quickly go look up a YouTube breakdown video of Rest <laughs> and pretend you're in. I mean, at a certain point after you watch one of those, you are in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you do <laughs> know it now. I mean, you didn't get the reference then, but you understand it retroactively. You've retconned your own life. I, I, I was gonna eat a peanut butter cracker, but I uh, decided not to because I'll stick in my mouth for a while. <laughs> Be like when they need to make animals talk on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crypto! <coughs> crypto the super dog is an animal who talks on TV in the animated television show. That's there's my connecting tissue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, did it? Who trained crypto? Um, I, I want to say Superman. But in a lot of things, he's not there until pretty late in the game for soups. Yeah. Uh, was he Superman's dog? I, I know in some versions he is specifically Jor-El's, like the family dog who also gets launched out, I think. <laughs> we, have, we have two ships. We one of them is dog-sized. But too bad we have one that's kid-sized. We don't have a kid. We could shove our dog in there. <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, so who trains crypto? Who's like uh, teaching him not to rip the throats out of anybody who comes near him? No, I would te- be teaching him to rip the throats well, out of Well, that's why you're not Superman. If I had crypto, most people can't fucking deal with me. Crypto could probably kill Superman. No, yeah, I mean, a dog has a decent chance of killing a man so a super dog has a decent chance of killing a superman that's math that's just math come at me atheists he must be quick because superman's pretty quick and a dog's faster than a man so like i I think i don't know all about if all at the same time but i think if you trained crypto to go after the justice league they'd be fucked all at the same time they could probably take him but yes. one by one, the only one, they each could put up a decent fight. Flash would probably just keep running away. But, like, Crypto's on him. He's coming. If Flash slows out a bit, Crypto's going to tackle his ass. Yeah. Don't slow down, Flash. Dogs could go <laughs> run much longer than men can run. Right. But Flash is faster. Yeah. But Flash is going to get tired. But Crypto has a dog brain. You know when you throw a ball but don't actually throw it, you just palmed it and put it behind your back, and the dog still runs after it? He can do yeah. that. He's quick enough to do that with himself. Yeah. Does so, Crypto like, have heat vision? Yes. <laughs> I don't know when he decides, like, what part of the dog brain is, like, laser eyes time. But he can. It's real scary when he does. Crypto shooting lasers is such a weird thing, because, like, like, for everything else, there is an equivalent to a dog. Like, breathing is a thing. He can do a ice breath that you never see him do. Uh, running, super strength, that's all pretty instinctual for an animal. But where would Crypto get the instincts for laser vision? Because he couldn't have got them on Krypton. He wouldn't have laser vision on Krypton. Yeah. Um... So he must have been trained to use laser yeah, because eyes. Superman, for the most time, he doesn't instinctually know how to use his powers. He no. learns them when he right. grows up. But assumedly, that's because he's a human. Like, animals have more instinct just in general. Well, yeah, but, like, when babies are born, they, like, know how to cry and breathe and piss and shit. If, like, if so if Kryptonians had superpowers all the time, then yeah, they, they should have the instinct for it. Yeah, they don't. We, they on Krypton they didn't have it. Where they evolved, they didn't have powers. So like they shouldn't have any instincts in that regard. Where would they come from? Yeah. Well, so why do they have the organs for heat vision? Yeah. Why would that I evolve? I, I'm guessing it. It must have evolved. And then got suppressed. You see, I don't know if I'm making this up wholesale or if I heard it somewhere. But I think I remember seeing somewhere that there was a theory that Krypton Star was yellow. 
and then went through like stars do mm-hmm. a decay and became red so they had all this time to evolve powers from the yellow sun then they lost those powers and there was no reason to get rid of the powers evolutionarily speaking so they just kind of lay dormant yeah no because when people hear that superman's a kryptonian they're, they're like ah, they, yeah uh, they're, yeah they're like oh fuck those are something that's a bitch to deal with which could be because the kryptonians sent out colony ships all the time um i think the fortress of solitude sometimes is one um but definitely the daxamites that's where they come from uh, mm-hmm. a, a colony of kryptonians crashed on another planet and like populated it yeah my biggest thing with Krypton- kryptonian colonies if they left and they found out they have powers why would anybody need to be convinced to leave the planet because it's about to blow up? Yeah. I would be like, wait, if I leave, I could fly and shoot lasers? The only yes, expl- please. Obviously. <laughs> the only explanation for that must be that there wasn't contact in between. It was, we'll send you out on a haymaker. We're basically throwing you into space and hoping you hit something you can live on. We don't know about powers, so that's not like on the table when we're sending you out. Yeah, you never see, well, it's probably because it's destroyed now that I think about it. You never see, you always see only messages, not like communication. Yeah, you never really, I mean, to be fair, you know, you don't get heaps of Krypton in general. Uh, like, I, I have no idea of the like culture, tech, really technological level of Krypton. Because um, sometimes, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, so um, you don't really get a sense of like really how technologically advanced Krypton really is. Yeah, because sometimes it's always real different too. Because sometimes it's like real like advanced technology with flying cars and shit. Sometimes it's just crystals and like rings and shit. And like crystals does imply quite a bit of advancement. Like, and I remember seeing, it might have been like, Michio Kaku, which only big fucking nerds will get that reference. Um, uh, Is there a T behind me? I, oh, I guess my poster and my bookshelf. <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, uh, I think it might have been like Michio Kaku or something. Uh, he's a physicist who is also a nerd, so he talks about like pop culture science. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have been him. It might have been somebody else. But uh, they were talking about how you could use crystals as like computing because you can encode stuff on the crystalline structure, which is cool and interesting and could be like pretty technologically advanced. Or, or they're using the crystals to get rid of their negative energies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, crystal culture. Okay, okay. This is, this is uh, why very off topic. But in, uh, I, I guess that's what you call it, crystal culture. Do they think crystals would be real good for fighting ghosts? I mean, assumingly, yeah. Yeah, right? That's what I've, I've always thought. Oh, if, if they could prove, well, first, if you could prove ghosts exist <laughs> and then prove that crystals <laughs> work. I would make it like knuckles out of crystals and go around punching ghosts. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's quite an overlap there in the Venn diagram of crystal people and ghost people. Like, they might not be the same circle. There might be people, ghost people who are like, no, ghost hunting is science. No crystals here. (laughs) Yeah, no. I could definitely tell you there are people who will draw that line and will not move an ounce over that line which is a pretty funny arbitrary skepticism you already think energy from another plane of existence is coming (laughs) here and i guess is also the consciousness of an 18th century boy (laughs) uh all right um do you think that superman could win in a fist fight against Jesus Christ. Yes, instantly, yes. Jesus is specifically not shown being able to throw <laughs> down. The only time you see him do it once is in the money changers, and he's basically fighting a bunch of people doing their job, <laughs> and he's got a whip. Like, it's not even a fair fight. Jesus fights unfair and will get his ass kicked. 
look, I might be pulling this straight out of my ass, but I feel like Jesus has holy force fields. I I don't think he does. <laughs> but I do think Jesus does classify as magic and he could blind Superman. If you ask the church and slash or you know, like religious people, I think they disagree. I think Jesus qualifies under like miracle, not magic. There is a distinction there. there. There's there's no distinction there. If a miracle exists, Uh, it happens from magic. uh, Spectre can hurt. Spectre is religious in DC Comics. Yes, Spectre is the wrath of God. And he qualifies as magic. So I think he could hurt Superman. So (laughs) my boy Jesus can scoop up some dirt spit in it <laughs> and huck it in the eyes of Superman. Superman's, I mean, Superman's pretty quick. He might just dodge. <laughs> yeah, Superman's gonna dodge that. There's not one of the established Jesus meals <clears throat> that I could think of where it would work against fighting Superman. Yeah, no. Wait, before we wrap up, because we should pretty soon here. Superman have blood, right? He has blood. Superman does bleed, yes. If Batman has taught me anything, he does bleed. <laughs> um, but he doesn't need to drink. So when he loses blood, where does he get the water? Like, like the human body needs water because of blood. Okay. Um, he doesn't need to drink, but he does drink. He enjoys drinking. Yes, but like his body should need to. <laughs> Is it the same as him breathing where... Like, it's a subconscious thing. He has all the organs and all the stuff inside him. And because it's a subconscious... on Krypton, they did need to breathe. Yeah. And... and it's a subconscious thing where he's like, oh, I need to breathe so I can't survive in space and whatnot. Is he like, I need blood in my body, so I must <laughs> drink this water? If he got out, like, how he eventually does breathing, where he's like, I don't need that shit anymore. I'm cold turkey. Could he do that same thing with bleeding? Could he get cuts and just be fine? Okay, yeah. If he does do that, when you stab Superman, is he good? I think he might be good. Uh, I mean, he's probably not good because you've probably stabbed him with kryptonite dagger. Yeah, that's that or a magic dagger. Either of those. That's kind uh, of the only way to stab Superman. Yeah. Or mm, kryptonite dagger, magic dagger. In a red sun, regular dagger. Very strong with a very sharp dagger. Uh, around blue kryptonite, regular dagger. Oh, we'd be here all day if we started going <laughs> through the different kryptonites. Um, gold kryptonite, regular dagger. Black kryptonite, regular dagger, and then a separate no, yeah. dagger for the <laughs> other one. Yeah, you need one regular <laughs> dagger, one regular kryptonite dagger stabbing uh yeah so i guess we've covered everything there is to know about superman we've covered literally every single detail about superman we've and if you think we haven't you're a liar yeah i mean we've clearly hit you with the sum total of all human knowledge uh so i think that we could call it a day fucking did it this has been atomic android we'll see you next time Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.